You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host, Sean Garmer, here with me, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, Mark, how has your week been? Boring. Better? Somewhat painful. Sorry to hear that. Um, how about you? It has uh, been okay. Just work. Sunday, we're doing our first like work outing since we work from home. So like, I think they're planning to do this like once a month. Uh, we're actually going to game time, so it's quite appropriate. That, uh, people don't know what that is, like Dave and Buster's or something, you know, your equivalent. And yeah, yeah so we're we're going to do that. And then I'm going to come back here and uh, Randy and Andrew Roscoe and uh, Sis Scott, we're all going to be doing a Final Fantasy 16 spoiler cast. So we'll have that for you Sunday night late if you're on the Eastern clock. Or, you know, Monday uh, on the audio, if you guys want to listen to that, if you finish Final Fantasy 16, which I have now. So I finally give uh, ending thoughts on the game here. And then, you know, I will I already know that I'm going to be playing WrestleQuest as uh, Adam gave us a, well, he was going to give you the code and then you gave me the code. Yeah, I, don't so. want, I don't really want it. So <laughs> <laughs> you already reviewed one wrestling game, so. I guess it's uh, my turn. It's it's probably because I talked about it last week, so it's funny. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I played some of the Sea of Stars demo, so we'll talk about that too. You've been playing Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We'll talk about that. Uh, I'm also going to review the Antstream retro arcade service that I got a code for as well. So uh, if you guys are into the, I'm talking about real retro games. I'm not talking about playing stuff from the PS4 and PS3 days. I'm talking about games from before. Mark and I were even born. Uh, that's what's on that service, along with some games and stuff like that. So we'll talk about that. Some Project Q stuff. Diablo 4. Got a patch that everybody was happy about. And some more things right after this. And, well, just to get this out of the way, because, you know, we got to do the housekeeping. Um, just in case this is your first time listening or 100th time listening, we do appreciate you. Uh, whether it is that you watch live on youtube or twitch or wherever it is that we do the show on twitter facebook w2 network and all of those uh right now the uh rather broadcasting folks so this is what you get you get us here you get rather broadcasting which they're doing their it's a triple feature actually but they're reviewing barbie at the moment the barbie movie so if you uh wanted to go check out Mark's thoughts, which he already told me this is his favorite movie of the entire year, and he's not joking. So, if you want, you like that uh, teaser right there, you might want to go lis- listen or watch what he has to say uh, about the Barbie film, which you know made some buku money already uh, this week, and so did the the Oppenheimer movie. So, uh, that being said, you also get taught the Keiki as well, which uh, they've been doing uh, G1 Climax 33 streams. So, not only you get uh, anime, you get some wrestling stuff in there too, uh, so should go check that out. And then uh, Chapter Select is doing their their thing as well. So you get a lot of stuff here, uh, not just what we do. So make sure you subscribe to the channel, support everybody if you can. And then of course you can also listen with your ears. You know that's still a great thing for me to do while I'm working. You can just put the earbuds on, uh, listen to podcasts. You can listen to us too there. Just go and subscribe. Video games to them. And anytime we do a show, like when we do the spoiler cast, it'll just show up in your feed and you can listen to it uh, if you want to hear, you know, 
spoiler ending thoughts and all of our thoughts on Final Fantasy 16. So that being said, um, where do we want to go first? I guess let's uh, let's start with with gaming, with what we've been playing. Sure. How far have you played of Jedi Survivor? I'm up to the third planet or mission, I guess. Or it's when you kind of got an option of when to you have a, you can go to like a moon base or some guy, the evil guys that retreat, look for stuff. That's a interesting game. It's because like the first game was pretty much like Dark Souls light. This mm-hmm. game kind of has that, like it has you know those like Estus flasks and like oh if you die, uh your experience you have to get your experience back, but like it is like much more of like a Zelda game than this, than this one. Interesting. Like you have side quests, you have a ton of side quests actually, and like a lot more platforming. The platforming is kind of bad, but I appreciate that they're trying to make a go of it. <laughs> like it's yeah. funny because like there are jumps that you should be able to do that you can't like the game like the game was kind of black out and it's like i can make that jump like no problem especially since i have a double jump but the game just doesn't like let you do some stuff uh that's always great yeah like it's like oh if you jump past 20 feet you you know you just respawn if you you know but it doesn't give you a good indication or like you know i should be able to make this but i can't uh it's a little glitchy I've had it crash my PS5 a few times. Uh, one time I jumped into a mountain and I was like, uh-oh, like, this ain't good because I'm stuck now. <laughs> and I eventually Yeah, isn't there, it. like, wall running in this game as well? So sometimes you kind of just get... Oh, no, there, there yeah. wasn't that in the first game, too. But there are, it's it's pretty recognizable. Like, oh, this is the wall running. Like, there's crashes in the wall, so that means I can go up this wall or alongside it. But, like, when I jumped into the mountain, like, I was doing something dumb, and then I, like jumped off a mount forward and like i clipped through a mountain or clipped through this like mount like these rocks and i'm like oh i to figure figure this out or else i'm screwed and luckily i was able to get out of it uh the game is like pretty bad about uh environmental like telling you what to go where to go next which is okay. kind of a kind of a problem like i've had to look up guides about like okay i'm in this room now where do i go because this game's not really telling me what to do next and it's There's like oh point no there is a good map but you have to like keep going into the map like you can't just set like it's just not there's on, not a, okay there's not a like mini map or what no that'd be really helpful if there was uh or like a light or like oh i, I can use the force to spawn a navi to tell me what the fuck to go but okay because no. 16 doesn't have a mini map either you have to go into the either the main map or the map that's for the town that you're in but let me ask can you set waypoints or no there's really not a point to setting a waypoint because or like yeah. I, I guess well i guess the better question is like how linear is the game like do you oh that to... game's that game's super linear it's not okay it's like world. this game isn't so you can just keep okay. wandering for a while so it's like uh, i hope i'm going the right direction or like right. I, I i mean there is like a navigational assist thing where it's like okay this is where you need to go figure out how to get here but it's like ah uh, okay i guess i'm gonna look in this room for the small crevice in the rocks because that's what you always hide from me so i'll do that eventually do you but, do you feel like the game's just as hard or even harder than the first game or how does no that... actually it's hot uh, i mean i know there are like super hard like extra boss fights and stuff like that uh i, I find it i found it really easy so far i did get tripped up on one 
optional boss, this like stupid fucking frog that kept destroying me like 15 times in a row until I eventually really cheesed it. Uh, but so far it's been pretty easy. Uh, I mean, I died a few times here and there, but nothing, nothing like, um, I wasted three hours in this boss and got nowhere like a dark souls or something like that, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, and even, I, I think Jedi's or the first one fallen order was a little harder. Like so far I, ha- I already have like six like medical packs. Uh, this is, this is all right. <laughs> it is really funny how much customization options there are that, I do not give one flying fuck about in this game. Like, oh, you can customize. So you haven't played with the different stances? No, no, I don't mean that. That's that's okay. needed. Or you know, yeah, I I unlocked the. I just unlocked the blaster stance. This is kind of fun. But I mean, like, just cosmetics. Oh, oh, you can customize his hair and his beard and his outfit and the lightsaber. And it's like, who cares? I mean, the well, lightsaber has, care about that though. I mean, but the lightsaber has like seven or eight different parts to customize, and it's like who cares at all? You know, like I can understand the color part, like the blade, but that's about it. I don't need to customize the pommel of a lightsaber or yeah. like the different color options. It's like holy Christ. I mean, it's it's there <laughs> if you want it, right? You know, you don't have yeah. to engage with it. I'm so. not, but every 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 collectible you find is that. Or you know, I find a new uh, I find a new jacket to wear. It's like, all right, cool. I'm still gonna wear my same the default outfit because I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It's a really I find it to be a really big game. Like yes. way more than the first one, or like the first planet you land on. Really, it's like okay, this is your home base. Like you can have a garden and crap like that and there's a ton of side quests you can't do most of them because they don't have the parts to do it yet but they're out there <laughs> uh, but i mean i really like it i'll keep playing it i'll keep hacking away at it and then when i eventually finish i'll that was gonna be my question because it sounded like you were giving a lot of negatives <laughs> no no I, I i do like it okay uh i'm not sure if i like it more than the first because i think the first was like a lot more of a focused experience or a you know no, I wouldn't say linear because there were choices in that game also, and it's like side stuff to do. But yeah, like more focused, or it's like the the problem of Arkham uh, Asylum versus the other Batman games. Like the other Batman games were like okay, but Asylum is still the best because it was still the yeah. most like cohesive and you know straight to the point. I mean, this kind of felt like a natural progression. Sure, uh, and like, we need to make I, this bigger. Yeah, I, mean, I like the story. I like the actors. Uh, the main dude is still good. Uh, so yeah, I'll keep playing it. Or that's what the, what the only thing keeping my interest at the moment. <laughs> like because Diablo Four is kind of it's just so repetitive. We'll talk about Diablo. Yeah, we can um, get into that later. We in a little bit. Notes. Yeah, and I finished Fight for Forever or the review. I finished that last Friday. I think I gave it seven seven out of ten. You know, okay, that seems fine. fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll be really curious how they move forward. Like, do they build on this one, or do they just kind of say fuck it and make you know fight forever? <laughs> fight forever. Yeah. Oh, we. I think we need to get on. Uh, we need to get on Jeremy about posting it. So. Oh, I, uh, I, I didn't know. He, didn't even know if he did or not. I submitted it like Friday, and I was like, all right. Oh yeah, we need to. I would definitely hit him up about getting it posted because it's already Monday night, and that's 
I'm sure they would love to have that thing on there because you know they are how they are about wrestling games. Yeah. So um yeah, anything else? No, for him it just says pending, so who knows? Yeah. Uh more like, yeah, like I, I said, mean, a little little Diablo. Uh I've been watching Power Rangers, that's about it. <laughs> all right. Um well I like I said, I've eaten Final Fantasy sixteen. I've talked about it ad nauseum and all the weeks leading up to it. It's been a month. I basically beat it on the one man, one month anniversary of the game releasing. So it probably, I probably should have beat it like a week ago. I just got uh, tied up in other things and, and well, it just, it took me a week longer than it should have. But um, yeah, man, the story definitely has a payoff. Uh, I think it really does cement my like love for it. Just uh, the, the fact that the story is consistent all the way through great and you know the things i've said that i loved about it i definitely do uh it's glad to hear i am really enticed to normally i don't play games second time uh unless it's something like you know chrono trigger that it's like oh why well, i'm playing this because i love it and whatever but normally i don't something that i reviewed or something that is recent i don't go through and play it again but yeah. this game actually grabbed me so much that i actually want to go and see what it's like on Final Fantasy mode because I've heard that, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where like I've heard that you know the crafting system actually kind of makes more sense. It's not just about uh, putting more HP on the characters. The normal characters actually fight you more, which that's I think my biggest gripe with the game is I know that's kind of normal for most RPGs. The normal what. Uh, enemies that you fight all the time are kind of like lightweights and they're really not meant to cause you a problem. But when it's an action game, it's kind of silly to have them just be there waiting for you to maul them. Ever heard of a stormtrooper? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, it's just, you know, the game's not that hard to begin with. To be yeah. Honest. So, like, when you have that and then, of course, yes, the icon fights do present a challenge. And whatever, and if you don't pay attention, you can get whooped. But it's not like you know you won't eventually grasp it, and then you'll know what to do in most of the fights. Obviously, the icon fights are a different deal, and that's a whole epic thing on its own. Those are like some of the most standout things I think I've seen in a video game in a in a long while, just because you're gonna remember them, each one of them. Once you get to like past the Garuda, the Benedicta, the 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 chick that's in the demo and you go on to the next ones after that, all of them are memorable. Not to say that hers isn't, it's just hers is the most basic one out of all of them. And it's kind of sad because it goes to the whole, uh, women weren't written very well in this game, but I that's mean, the only one I'll give, I'll give credence to, I think. What, uh, what Final it, Fantasy game does have good written women, except for maybe like the Terra one. Yeah. I mean, well, oh, they don't have that many with female main characters, so yeah. But even like most of them are. Yeah. Look how they punked out what's her name from uh, Luna Freya from Final Fantasy 15. Well, that <laughs> was just terrible on there. That was 15 was bad on all those fronts for that. Um, it, Lightning, I think, gets redemption because she has that whole three game arc, and eventually the third one's about her. So, um, I think yeah. she's probably more, the more one of the more well done ones. Yuna has done very well to me from 10. And then, you know, she gets a little bit of fun with 10 too, or all that stuff, too. But um, I think I, I do like all the characters. I just and it's definitely it's about Clive. Like, let's not kid ourselves. The whole story revolves around Clive. Everything that has to happen revolves around Clive. 
Um, but all of the characters that are in this game are so well done, are so well voice acted. The presentation is fantastic. The music is fantastic. Like I get, I think I get it from the people's perspective of I'm not, I'm used to playing harder games and having to play 40 hours of this game to get to the harder mode is annoying. Uh, I get that point. I think from the people that are, that are used to that kind of thing. But aside from that gripe and the whole, Oh, I wanted more RPG elements, which I really, I don't understand why in uh, Final Fantasy mode you couldn't have added the elemental stuff as an extra thing to add more difficulty because it just, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, it just feels so weird to have the base of your game is about the summons and they all have elements, but the elements don't matter. <laughs> so it's just, it's just weird. It's jarring. Um I get it that it's all about the element, those summons making a sum of the parts or whatever, but still, like, you have an ice summon, you have a fire, so you have two fire summons, you have a earth summon, like... Yeah, but, like, yeah. that stuff never played a huge role in those games. But like you have magic fantasy. as well, like, the whole point of the game is how magic affects this entire world. Like, why is there no elemental strength to that? It's kind of weird. But either in that... That's just their decision. They wanted to make a character action game, but they felt like they had to put some things in there that made it an RPG. Essentially, magic in this game is like your gun. You just press triangle and it shoots out whatever magic uh, icon you have. And that's fine. That's fine. It's a character action game at the end of the day. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just like, I'm kind of more on the boat sometimes of maybe they should have just decided, you know what? This is the game we're making. If you RPG folks get mad and don't want to buy it, then whatever. But if, if you, you want know, elemental interaction, play Stranger of the Paradise. Yeah, yeah. Play Stranger of Paradise or play Final that, Fantasy 14 or that, that might be um, on my next that might be on my next docket. Or you know or Final Fantasy 7 or um I really need to get back to Stranger of Paradise. The bit that I played of that game I loved, and I love the fact that the story just doesn't take itself seriously, but then in the same vein. Also tries to be serious about stuff that's just like really okay, um, yeah, you know. So and and the fact that they kept having expansions for that game too is uh, pretty amazing. Also, I don't want to give a review because I technically haven't written the whole review yet. I don't like doing that. Of getting, well, I can uh, just scores. say you can yeah. just say eleven out of ten. We can move on. No, no, <laughs> it, I'm definitely. It's not going to be a ten. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of great things about the game. Just the things that kind of bother it for me a little bit. Just I think it keeps it from being them, but I, I I think that it, the things that stand out about that game are are awesome. You're not reviewing it for four one one, are you? Or which? Yes, site? that's what I'm doing. Okay. It's it's a real shame that you can't. I don't think the site lets you actually do this, but like you can't just substitute an, a picture for the review score, or say like, let's say you're going to give it a seven out of ten. You could give it like a cloud out of ten, or like. <laughs> a, an eight out of ten would be a squad of ten. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so we go from the most one of the most newly released games to a bunch of old games. Uh, the Ant Stream Arcade, which just came out a couple of like uh, last week, uh, a few days ago last week, and it's actually came to not only PC and mobile, it came to Xbox. And before I get into actually talking about the thing, it's they had an interesting article about again. 
proving that one of the things you can't say that they, you know, it's, they don't do, there's a lot of things they don't do right. But one of the things I will always appreciate about Phil Spencer and Xbox is that they seem to care more about game preservation than the other folks, uh, especially when like Nintendo has this huge library of old stuff and yeah, they have that service, but it's still weird that like, I don't know why they couldn't have brought the virtual console in, but I'm not going to get into that combo. Uh, they can again, sell you the service, you know, like <laughs> they could do both. <laughs> there's people yeah. that want to buy things. And there's people <laughs> that want to have a service. Like, you know, you would say, so that, that being said, he, the, the guy that uh, runs the ant stream, he said that he wanted to go for consoles, not just PC and mobile. And so he, he got in touch with Phil Spencer. They had a meeting and Phil Spencer was actually really passionate about bringing it over. And so he gave him the green light to let Anstream uh, basically run as like another service on uh, Xbox. So that's the code that I got. I have it for my Xbox series um, X and it, it runs pretty great. Uh, it's not without its hiccups. There are times these are old games that were not meant to be streamed. Let's be honest here. And there are times where it does um, have some frame rate issues, uh, or you can tell that there's been some slowdown. I don't know if that means my internet slowed down, or if it's just the game at that moment slowed down, or what it is. So this um, is like an all streaming service. Yes. So it's it's like a a service that has like twelve hundred to fourteen hundred games on it. They actually add new retro games every week um you know you guys aren't gonna be able to see this what i'm doing i'm scrolling through this thing but yeah it has I'm looking, at, looking at the list it has like a bunch of consoles it has a like ton that. a ton of games like commodore 64 games snes games nes games uh arcade games uh the games that you would probably think that you know are not going to be the nes versions they're going to be the arcade versions. so like burger time is going to look different if you're used to it being on the NES, it's going to be the arcade version. So all these things are going to have like where you have to press start to actually insert the coin to start the game. But you have like unlimited coins, obviously. Uh, that doesn't really matter. But like so Pac-Man's the arcade version. Um, uh, Smash TV is the arcade version. All that kind of stuff. Uh, I played Smash TV. I had Anaya play with me some just so I could experience the multiplayer. Uh, she... You know, her first crack was that, wow, they have games here older than you, Dad. I'm like, yeah, thanks for making me feel even older than I already do. Also, you're not, you're older than Smash TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was born in 86. There are games here that are from the 82, yeah. and, like Burger Times from 82. Like, so, yeah, the MSX shit, or like, yeah, the Atari 2600, and it's like, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Some, a lot of those Atari games don't look good at all. <laughs> like... They do no. not hold up well. All of those Atari games don't look good enough. Yeah. I mean, the the cool thing is I'm glad that they did that thing. It's like more of like a his. I want to play that game, that Atari uh, game that came out last year that's more like of a history kind of thing because uh, I like that stuff. But I don't yeah. think that was Atari, was it? Yes. It was the, like, I think Giant Bomb put it on like some, what, a lot of people had it on their top list. Oh, Atari and, 50. That was it. Yeah. The Atari 50 thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what this thing reminds me of? It's kind of like, I don't want to say it's bad, but it reminds me of like the streaming version of uh, our, of Game Room. Remember that okay. thing from the Xbox? That. The 360? 
but like yeah. this actually works because they actually have content for it unlike game room which sucked <laughs> yeah i was surprised at like how many games are on this thing and the fact that they're just adding more so a weird trailer uh that xbox put out for it but yeah, it's just there's even stuff like Mortal Kombat on here. It's like the original arcade Mortal Kombat. Um, I don't know if some of the big publishers are gonna play ball and maybe put some of the like I don't know if we'll see Street Fighter on here or anything like that eventually. I'm I guess go I think no. it, Yeah, <laughs> but... I think it would depend really on how well this does, right? Because you can buy a thirty dollar payment for a year. Um, or you can buy a lifetime payment for 80 bucks. Yeah. Um, so basically anytime they add a game, it'll be there. You don't have to worry about it renewing on you in a year or whatever, which is actually not bad. You're paying almost three years to have it lifetime. So if you really like it or whatever, I think it's worth, you know, checking out. And if you're a fan of retro games, maybe these aren't the retro games that you're a fan of, but there's definitely a lot of stuff here. There's there are a few games in there that are okay, but yeah, like there every genre. I mean, I think obviously I, I'm gonna be honest here. There's um, you know, maybe RPGs is probably the worst one, but almost every other one has something that you know, right? Like there's double dragon in here for the beat em ups. There's like I said, Mortal Kombat Samurai Showdown, uh, for the fighting game folks. There's all those old arcade games that you loved as a kid that if you went to an arcade, it's in here, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, the Galaga's, the Pac-Man's, uh, all of that. Um, so there's, you know, the old Ninja Gaiden, that's all in here. So I would say that if you're somebody who likes these games and, or, and there's multiplayer for a lot of them as well. Uh, so if you have a friend that wants to play these or you want to introduce your kids to games you might've grown up playing, uh i think 30 dollars is definitely worth it uh and they have tournaments for this thing they have tournaments they have uh achievements as well um so they add achievements to xbox that can uh, mess with your achievement score you know make it go up or there's also achievements that are inside the dance stream arcade as well so honestly for what it costs uh, they gave me the the thirty year the one year thing. Thirty so, year. <laughs> sorry, thirty the one year thing, uh, for thirty bucks. So that's that's what the code was for. Definitely think that. Like I said, I don't know the couple of times I haven't really run into that much. That happened one time when I was playing Metal Slug, and I think there was a lot of stuff on screen, a lot of explosions or whatever, and it slowed down for some. Reason. Other than that, I really didn't run into too many issues with that. Uh, it was fun getting to watch Anaya play games that she's never seen. <laughs> and she doesn't really understand. It. I'm trying to explain it to her, and she's like, "What am I doing here? I don't get this." And um, and it's fun. It's they're really simple, but there's also like um some challenge in that simplicity as well. So, right. yeah, I, I had a lot of fun going back and and playing a lot of these games. It kind of makes me wish that I was close to where like my dad is or my brother in Texas. So, cause I'm sure he would have a ball uh, with this stuff. So yeah, definitely. Unless you just, unless you just don't care about uh, retro games at all, but I love the fact that this exists. Our video game preservation needs to happen as we talked about, you know, 87% of video games are not available for you to purchase or play on a modern system and the fact that this exists 
Uh, whether you can play on your PC, on your phone, or on Xbox, that's great. Uh, that they're going to keep adding games every week, that's great. I don't know if there's eventually going to be a stopping point with this. I'm sure there will be a point where they're going to have things leaving as well. And imagine Mortal Kombat is not going to stay there forever. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I hope that this does well. That I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about it, but obviously old games are not in the lexicon. Everybody's always moving to the newest thing. So, but I definitely think that this deserves uh, more, more talked, more to get more talked about, and hopefully the all the retro gamers on YouTube, all the people that have those channels and stuff, are, are talking about it and giving it praise because it does deserve that. They're all too so, busy and, like, and, messing with misters. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, like, there's even stuff for me, like Sensible Soccer is there. I can play that, which is cool because I, I love playing that game when I was a kid. So, yeah, I, I just think that. For what's there, so many freaking games, you're going to find something that you like. Even if you play it for like 20 minutes, uh, I think finding about five or six of those and playing for 20 minutes and maybe you have friends come over and y'all can play, I think that makes it worth the 30 bucks. Uh, so never know. Maybe maybe you come on in a, in a couple weeks and they add that game that you, you totally forgot about that you liked as a kid and like, oh man, I can play this again. And that's that's a pretty awesome thing to be able to have. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much it for me. I did play. I feel like I talked about Sea of Stars before when I had the original demo on Switch. Uh, I played this one on the Xbox. It came with that whole week of Xbox demos that they did. I think it's the same demo, um, but still liking that game. Still excited for it to come out at the end of next month. And yeah, I can't wait to play the full version. Just I love how much it's like in that sort of like Chrono Trigger Brain, but you can basically explore anywhere you want. The puzzles are pretty, just the ones in the demo are fun. Uh, there's It's very um, elaborate as well. Like I had to go through three or four different rooms and the demo already is pretty challenging actually. Uh, so it doesn't seem like they're going to play around too much with this game. You're definitely going to have to be on your toes uh, playing because not only do you have to press you have to do that thing where you press A to possibly limit the damage that you get. You also do that when you try to, you know, hit somebody with a, a weapon or a magic or something. You have very limited MP as well. The only thing that's a little bit um, different than most games is that you don't have to really worry about having like revives or Phoenix downs because you actually have like, if a player dies, as long as your whole party doesn't die, It'll do like a countdown. It's like set, let's say that the same characters died once, he'll come back the next turn. But if he's died yeah. like two or three times, it actually takes two or three turns for him to come back. So you kind of have to just make sure that not everybody dies and you'll have a better time winning. But yeah, I had to fight the final boss, I think, uh like twice before I finally beat him because he wasn't a slouch and um I almost died a few times fighting just regular enemies. So yeah, it looks like it's going to be a, a really fun game. That'll be on Game Pass as well. One of those surprises that it wasn't on Xbox at all. And then the next thing you know, it's on Xbox and now it's on Game Pass. So uh, pretty cool for that. Um, I think I may still buy it on Switch anyway, but it's uh, worth checking out. So for sure, waiting for that for the end of the month. But yeah, that's it for me playing games here. Uh, let's get into what is a pretty light week as far as uh, news goes. The uh, one that I saw a lot of people talking about was the season one of Diablo 4 is about to start, and people did not like 
the stuff that was done in this patch, uh, well, including already nerfing the sorcerer. Yeah, it already started, and yeah, people aren't happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I saw it, I think season one was going to start like the next day or yeah. something. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Have you have you been playing through I didn't play, the past? I, no, I, don't, I haven't okay. rolled a new season character because I don't understand that appeal, really. Okay. Uh, from like, a, I, I just don't get that. Like, I'd rather have the one character. But, yeah, like my uh my guy like on the regular realm he he got a little nerfed as well yeah i i know the game has balance issues and like they made everything weaker so to make making the game everything stronger and i say that's the wrong way to go guys yeah i heard uh asmagold was talking about it takes longer for you to level it takes longer for you to do a lot of things that didn't before yeah, like um, um, I I hit level seventy and like the max is a hundred and it's like yeah I'll eventually get there, but holy hell this is taking forever like even longer than it used to, uh, and like you can't there there are a few things you can kind of do to mitigate that but it's like very low level stuff like you can drink a potion and that increases your experience gained by like five percent and it's like that's not huge like if you really think about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I really that's really not. And you know, it just feels like so so why was this why why did they decide to do this in the first place? Like did they really give a explanation I, as to why or No, I, I, I honestly think that like the people who made Diablo four were like not the ones who made Diablo three or Oh, they and, definitely weren't. Yeah, it feels like they Or at least weren't. like didn't bother to look at how Diablo three turned out. Like I don't mean from like the launch of Diablo three because that was a shit show, but I mean like once Diablo three got going, like with the expansion and like you know by right. the end of it, it's a very solid game, and it seems like the people who made Diablo four look like didn't look at that at all. Like to me, the pro- the real problem with Diablo four is like the dungeon design is so boring, and there's like nothing hidden in the game at all, or like nothing mysterious. Like Diablo three had like the cow level or like the rainbow world thing and i said okay you don't need to do that necessarily but there should be hidden stuff in this game or that or hidden stuff that like makes it fun and there's not and that's an issue <laughs> yeah like the only hidden thing in the game is like going into a dungeon and maybe having the butcher spawn and it's like i fought that guy like nine times i've died about four and i've killed him five that's not fun right no all you have to do is like find the stupid shrine, hope it's a good one, and then you can take him out like damn near instantly if it is a good one, like the artillery shrine. Uh, that's it. Yeah, and that think, doesn't yeah. seem like. Isn't that the whole point? Like, so you're not getting, uh, you know, like really good loot or nothing like that. Like, there's not anything. I mean, there's some. Good. Like, you do. There is basically the bounty system where it's like, oh, do this, do these tasks in this one region, uh, and if you do enough tasks, you basically get, get like a treasure cache. And there's something called hell tides, and it's like okay, the hell tide is like this one area or region is like under demonic influence. So when you go there, monsters will be harder, but they drop these shards, I think, or cinders. I think it's actually cinders. And if you collect enough cinders, uh, you can open up like a treasure chest that will have good gear in it. Problem is, is when the patch hit, uh, they made the cinders a lot harder harder to get. They upped the treasure chest requirements for cinders so instead of like 175 it became like 250 
And at least on my copy or like my game, my cinder count would be going down for like no goddamn good reason. Like I would have 70 cinders. I would kill a mob or kill some enemies and then I'd be down to 50. And I'm like, wait a second here. This isn't cool. Yeah. And I, and I have video evidence of this going on. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't open anything. Why is my number going down? <laughs> I think they said uh, that was a bug, but it's like, that's a, that's a pretty big bug, you know? Yeah, that's frustrating. And I, I've heard the season pass or the, you know, the actual season pass stuff is like miserable with rewards. Yeah, that's that's what uh, he's saying here in this quote is that a lot. It's just none of the stuff about the season reads very well at all. I guess I'll, I'll eventually I might wait for season two because I, I do I did buy that ultimate edition and they give you like one one token for it's like oh if you use this token you can bypass a lot of the season pass and I say like, all right that's cool but you only get the one but you can use it with with any season pass you want whatever I'll keep plugging away at my character without Yens because. He's completely abandoned me and go from there. <laughs> oh, he has? He abandoned you already? Yeah. And he's waiting for Baldur's Gate 3. Well, that, are you going to play that with him? No, because he already has someone. But he's uh-huh. in for a rude-ass awakening because that game comes out in console in like September, not <laughs> not the yeah. PC version. And like, comes out the same day as Starfield, so that's going to be interesting yeah. to which one he's going to... Oh, he'll play one of... Baldur's Gate with, his, with his, uh, one of the other buddies. Mm-hmm. Oh okay, yeah. Right. I I know Randy said he's actually looking forward to Starfield, so I'm I may get interested in Baldur's Gate. I'm not uh, totally sure on that, but everything that I've been reading kind of entices me there. So we'll I, see. I mean, I might get a PC code just because I got a buddy who works on the thing. I can maybe ask him for it. And that's about it. <laughs> but I know it won't work well on my game or my my laptop anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that's the problem, right? Like if it doesn't run well on your laptop, then. I mean, that was a problem with Remnant, and I never, yeah. Adam never got me a PC or a PS5 code for that, which is a bummer. <laughs> I was about to ask you, yeah, because you didn't mention playing that, so I was like, I guess he didn't get the the PS5 code. That sucks. Sadness. Sometimes those uh, don't work. I was right. gonna. I almost did that with WrestleQuest. That I was like, ah, you know, that's 2D. Uh, it's a JR. It's a JRPG. It really shouldn't have any issues. Yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, I'll run on damn or anything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's probably why they're going to have it on Netflix. They don't have to really do a whole lot to have it run. Uh, so moving on from here, going to the, the next thing here, PlayStation Q, or sorry, not the PlayStation, the Project Q from PlayStation got leaked. There was actual images and videos circulating of I guess a Japanese dev that has it or somebody that has it in Japan playing around with it, uh, opening different apps and things. It they found out that it's Android based, so that means it could potentially run Android emulators. So it would, could potentially run other things that it's not just PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five games. The supposed price for this is supposed to be under three hundred dollars, yeah, but that doesn't mean that they won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean that they won't just make a two ninety nine. I uh, wish for me, if it is that, it's dead on arrival. I don't see a lot of people buying it for that price. But does this like being able to be used for something that's not just PS5 and PS4 games? Does that make it a little bit more viable to you? Or I mean, the vi- no. there's a video, a leaked video of some dude playing it. The the UI looks terrible. 
Yeah, that UI looks. I mean, it looks it it looks bad. Period. Like, let's right. be honest. It it looks really cheap. Like they literally took two sides of the dual sense and stuck it into a damn eight inch yeah. HD screen. Like uh, for me, like it would depend really depend on the specs of the tablet itself, or if it has any storage, other than like. Oh, it has two two gigabytes for like the OS or whatever, you know, four gigabytes or whatever. If it had like sixty four gigabytes of flash storage, that might be, you know, decent for like an emulation machine. But you're not going to turn it into like a little Steam, Steam, uh, you know, not Steam. What's like a Steam, Steam? Deck? Yeah, Steam yeah. Deck, like mini machine or anything like that. And it, I really doubt out of the box, obviously, that this thing's going to be like hack hackable. Like you're going to have to wait a while for someone to de- to design some exploit for it to run regular ass Android shit. <laughs> yeah, and then we don't know if Sony is really going to mess with it too much of they're going to try to block that like Microsoft did for a little while and then they had them had the emulators work again in the regular mode. So, yeah. We'll see how hardcore they get about it. I, I I think even with that, because that's just for the super hardcore gamer, if you try to put this in a store and it costs $300, I don't think anybody's buying it when you're paying for half the... Oh, and you have to have the PS5. It doesn't even work by itself. So you're talking about $500, $600 for the PS5. Then you're going to stick $300 more on this thing just so you can play it nicer on a different screen even though your phone probably can do it just as well, just so you wouldn't use it. If it was like 150, I would actually consider it because I don't like doing remote play on my phone, uh, but I have a laptop that can do it, so I don't really need it necessarily. But I think once you get to like $200, even with the Android stuff, I think it's just, that's really hard to get somebody to go, oh, this is just a remote play machine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sony, look, Sony's brand usually overprices everything. This is one of those things I think they really need to look at the price and go, do we want this to sell? (laughs) Yeah. Have you heard about the Asus ROG uh, Ally? The Ally? Yeah. What a shit show that thing is. Yeah. uh, Keith and Scott both have one. I assume they got it at launch. The battery life dies instantly, lasts like an hour. If you're trying well, to play it at like 60 frames, I mean, I've heard that that I heard the battery's a problem. The SD card thing, that, it that's fries the bigger SD problem. Cards. Yeah, that uh, I mean, that's why Jeff Gerstmann, like, he's like, this thing's a mess. He, he took his back. And yeah, there was so, they got to the point where they had to stop, like, they had so many returns for that yeah. thing. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, I have a friend named Becky who, who bought one and he's actually excited for it. And like, two days ago, three days ago, she just tweeted, like, Oh, my ally's dead because like the SD card popped out when it's reading it to it, and now it's fucked. What <laughs> you know, like just wow, what the hell, you know, like that's not exactly like, and great... it's cool because it's like it's a Windows device, it could basically run any Steam game. You don't have to do the thing you do with Steam Deck where you have to sometimes get Windows to work or whatever. Like, and then it's frying SD cards because it's too, I don't know if it's because it's too powerful or whatever it is. I think, but... it, I think it actually gets too hot. So the SD card yeah. like spits out, and it's like what? It, exactly, that's the thing. It, it gets too hot because they probably shouldn't have made the mode where you can run it as if you're running it on a computer. Yeah, they should have just let it go where there's the two options: the low and the medium, and that's it. And you know, or, just 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, they should have had like fake Steam Deck mode and say, here you go. You know, <laughs> it'll look better just by having more powerful hardware, but it doesn't need, you know, yeah, run the game on super high mode or anything. I don't know. I guess did they just not test it just to get it out this fast? Because it feels like somebody would have ran into that problem. I, from what I've heard, I mean, Asus has been having a lot of problems with like quality control uh, over the past few years. Like their motherboards have been like fucked, like overheating. And then they released some BIOS update that was like, if you use this update, your warranty is void. And it's like, okay, so... But you did the update. Yeah, it's like, so, okay, so my mother, the CPU and my motherboard can either explode or I can use this update and never get customer service again. Like, those are my options. Wow. <laughs> These companies, I swear. Yeah. It's like the stuff you can get away with, even though it's all your fault. People shouldn't have to pay for that. Right. And then imagine somebody, they got like a warranty with them for a certain amount of time. And then you do this update and you have no idea that that voids your warranty. Like that's just, that's just so screwed. Yep. Uh, it's, I hate stuff like that, honestly. Yeah. We'll see when, if the PlayStation Q or sorry, Project Q comes out. Uh, I'll be I mean, very surprised if it's under 250. I, I don't go to stores much anymore. Uh, do you have you like any game stores or anything? No, I, other than I, Walmart. I, no. Cause I'm kind of curious if you've seen, if you get to see a PSVR two on on a shelf, yeah, I might pop into a GameStop just to see what they have in there. But since since I stopped collecting Funkos like two or three years ago, no reason to go to GameStop. <laughs> I had no reason to really go into GameStop because I don't buy physical games. So yeah, um, the only time I what went into GameStop was to buy the I needed a Switch uh, AC adapter because I was. You know, not at my house to use the the dock, right? So come on, man, you can, yeah. you can get to hang out with some cool bros there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Or or no one because there's yeah. no one there except for the people working there, which I feel so bad every time I see the same guy. Uh, I, I really hate how GameStop looks in the store now. It is just so like full of crap, but there's like yep. no joy or no fun. No, it, I, it doesn't feel. Like, it just feels like another store. That well, I always think yeah. of it, uh, like, the GameStop I used to go to as a kid, it used to be called Funko Land, which right. is ironic yeah. because of Funko mm-hmm. Pops nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, that store is still there. It's been in the same damn strip mall space for 30 years. And if you look at the two stores now, like, I mean, if I had a picture back then of how it looked compared to now, it's like, what happened, you know? Like... <laughs> Well, because Funko Land was really about trying to make sure you had fun. Uh, you got to try out games. You got to. Yeah. It was really a way to get you to enjoy games while you're there, and then maybe you that would get you to buy something. Now it's right. it's a store. Now it's a you're here. You buy something. We don't care what it is. Just buy something. Yep. Uh, whether it's an anime shirt or a Funko Pop or. Just anything. <laughs> yeah, one of the uh, many things in the discount bin because you can't get rid of this shit. Yeah, uh, one of the discounted figures that nobody wants. Like, I mean, they don't even, like, I feel like they don't even try to sell you games anymore. They're just trying to sell you sh- other shit that has nothing to do with video games. Yeah. Because I think they make more money off of that than they do the actual games. 
You're all the trying to get you to trade in your cell phone to sell to some third world country. Yeah, or you know, or they had to give you this spiel about, oh, please pre-order this or do this or buy the three dollar if my game breaks thing. Yeah. Um, I think they still do that whole. Some places do. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about every GameStop, but some of the GameStops still do the whole thing if. If you finish this game in seven days, you can come and return it for credit or whatever, and you get almost the full price thing. Uh, but that, that has to be like a store by store thing, or you know, yeah, if I have some di- di- discretion there about what they can do with that, exactly because they're they're losing money there and they already have a problem with losing money. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, it's just GameStop is nothing. What use. I'm really surprised that. GameStop is still around. I, I've been waiting for so many years. Uh, obviously, the the stock stuff helped them stay alive longer. But after all these different people have like left the board and everything, I'm just so surprised that somebody hadn't just decided to pull the plug and go. You know what? This ain't worth it. <laughs> I mean, but, I, I understand, but the problem with that really is there's still a very large contingent of people buying physical games. Yes. I mean, it is going down, but there's still, you know, the moms or the world or whatever. And then and, especially when there's regular stores that are trying to, as we talked about yeah. last week, that are trying to get rid of them. Yeah. GameStop's going to be one of the last places that you can go in and buy a physical game. Yeah, same you know? with, uh, it's like when Toys R Us died, you know, eight or seven or eight years ago. It's like, well, where can you buy toys now? Like Amazon and Amazon, you know, like... Target yeah. has maybe like two or three toy aisles, or Walmart has about the same. But that's about it, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. There's not a like toy store. Yeah, uh, some or mall might have some kind of toy store, but that's yeah. I was gonna, just gonna say that like the mall might have like a toy store, but it's all like learning toys or like weird European toys or you know shit that yeah, you know, or they're like... like they're marked up because it's inside the mall. Also, yeah, so. You know, do you really want to buy from there? Right. Um, or, yeah, or, like, the only toys they sell are, like, stuff that has to do with sort of electronics. Yeah. So, you know, like, the what was the big thing a couple years ago? Like, the robot dinosaur that moves by itself or whatever. Things like that that are kind of, like, gimmicky. Yeah, not, like, here's a drone yeah. toy store. Or, you know. They yeah, or of... you might go to, like, Best Buy and be able to buy, um, yeah, like, a toy aisle figure kind of, sets but... or things like that, but not. Yeah. Um, or like I think Michaels will sell you the if you want to build the Gundam say thing things like that, but you won't you can't really it's not like Toys R Us where you just walk every aisle and it's all toys. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing too. Like you're saying, like GameStop will eventually be like one of the few places you can buy physical games, and then eventually we're going to have to just live in this this world that we live in, which is um very interesting because Ubisoft is is testing people with this now uh it feels appropriate because you always talk about how you hate having different launchers and different uh yeah interesting that the blizzard yeah. is going to have their games on steam but you still have to have Battle.net. um i, I technically don't mind that in theory because it's not like you know i had because i have a bunch of we saw crap through steam uh yeah. And yeah, you just press the button and launches like you know you play launcher and goes from there. 
Right, but th this is the problem with the Ubisoft uh, thing is that Ubisoft is apparently trying to close. Yeah, I feel like a lot of companies are starting to do this now where they're going around trying to close inactive accounts. Like I keep getting emails from about my photo bucket account that I haven't oh, touched God, in like yeah, five years. Yeah, and, uh, you know, their business. Yeah, they uh, like keep telling me they're going to close my account. I'm like, okay, like, close fine, it. Fine, do it. Yeah, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I got like 90 I'm trying to get me to buy... The yeah. the two dollar thing to to get to keep it alive or whatever. Um, the other I think uh, also was it a uh, Dropbox? It's also doing the same crap to me too. I'm just like I don't need this. You can close yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but Ubisoft is doing the same thing. They're going around finding inactive accounts and basically sending an email to people saying, "Hey, you have 30 days to click this link. If you don't click it, we're going to close your account." Uh, the thing is that. Now, I don't know if they're going to fix this tomorrow, but this morning there was uh, some folks that tweeted at Ubisoft and they asked them the question of what happens to people if they had their account closed and they had game purchases. Oh, those game yeah. purchases go away. Yep. And that's where I have a problem. Like, even if your account, like, what if you lost access to that email, right? And you have no way to click the link. And you 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 completely forgot that you had games associated with that account, uh, or you buy something that came on Steam later, right? And you forgot that you had an account, and you go try to use your account again, and they tell you, "Oh, this is inactive," or it's not inactive, but they closed it. And, and like, man, that seems really shady that you can just take the purchases. I get closing the account, but there should be a way to keep those purchases. I, I'm sure. Well, they they see it. I I assume as like, oh, the person you know doesn't want to play the game or is abandoned the account, so they have no interest in it. I see it as fuck you. I paid money for this. I should always have access to. It. Like this is exactly exactly, exactly. This, this is exactly the reason why I buy physical shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, th this is what scares me about you know digital game of. If you're not, if you're using, some, and this is what's dumb, right? Is that like, okay, maybe I don't play Ubisoft games a lot, but I bought games there. Yeah. And then therefore, because I don't use you all the time, I run the risk of losing my games that I bought. So like, that seems stupid to me. Like, it, I get it that they said that they're not going after inactive accounts that have purchases unless they've been inactive for four years, supposedly. But that apparently wasn't the case for this person that, that got the link about their account was going to go inactive in 30 days because they had just used their account. So I, I, yeah. uh, I think lost Ark tried to do this, that like Russian Diablo game that came out like a few years ago or Korean. Well, then they, aren't they basically taking that down as soon as the remaster comes out or did the remaster no come out? Or, yeah. But I mean, the game came out like a year and a half ago and people played it like a year and a half ago. And then, some people are getting emails like, you know, a year later saying like, hey, you haven't logged on in a year. We're going to delete your account. And so, like, wow. OK, I mean, that's one way to go. But then way to make me never play the game again. Or, you know, Exactly. What? Yeah. What a way to make you play. Yeah. Not want to do anything with your your games again. Ubisoft. Yeah. This isn't this isn't like Ubisoft. I'm going to say, but I have a buddy of mine named Nick uh, the bear. He's out in, I think, Japan. He's had his PSN account since I think the PS3. Uh, he's had, you know, he has like tens of thousands of dollars worth of games on it. 
his account got stolen and he has like no way to get it back. He's emailed Sony countless times. Like they just won't lift a finger to help him. And this is going on for like two years now or three years. So he just hasn't played games. Like he hasn't played like Final Fantasy VII Remake or Street Fighter VI. And these are games that I know he's like dying to play, but because he can't get into his like account, you know, it's basically he's like screwed. I mean, at that point, I'd probably just make a new account, you know, purchase. Yeah, but I, I can understand it makes him not want to play games because right, exactly, on, right, yeah. Like I'm, I'm um, not faulting him at all, but I'm, I'm saying for myself, I'd probably just say fuck it and create a new account. But like, I know he's still trying to beat the dump, beat the drum of trying to get someone, somebody to like pay attention to him or notice him or help him, and he's just been like completely unsuccessful. And it's like, so they he has he tried to call like customer service. Oh yeah. Email him, called him, tweeted at him. And he's like in the business, kind of like he used to do localization for, I think, like some games. So he had, he had, he knows a few people and he's asked them and they still haven't been able to. And it's that's like some insane, weird. man. Yeah. Like, that's so their like, whole point of being around is to try to get your account back. Like, that's yeah. Wild. Like, the, I think the, the hacker like broke, broke in his account changed his email changed his you know question and then whatever else and then and he was like i got the old emails or you know i have re- just reverted back to like the original email account because i can access that don't do it or yeah. he's so he's like screwed <laughs> but yeah so it's like not the same thing as ubisoft but it's like yeah if you just suddenly lost like 90 percent of your game library like well i guess i'm gonna stop playing games now <laughs> yeah that that would really make me think about like, damn, I don't think I would ever trust digital games again if that happened. Like, and he's it, like, he was like you, know? you, like he was a pretty big digital games guy too. So. Man, um, I I don't think I would be really if it wasn't because you know what we do review games where all sure. the codes are digital, like it's you know, I like I said, I'm just I yeah. I'm I go both ways. If it's a game I really want physical, but if it's something mm-hmm. I don't care a shit about. It's funny because like that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game that came out on the PS3, I reviewed that, and that game is like now stupid expensive physically, like three hundred dollars. Wow! That's like man, I wish they sent me a physical copy of that instead of digital one. Those worth shit. Oh my god, I can't even remember the last time I got a physical copy of something. It's wow, uh, it's been so. Oh, Mario Kart, Mario Kart was the last one. I can't. I think it, I think it was Disney Infinity 3.0. Because oh, okay, well, yeah, they have, to. they have to. Yeah. Because uh, I got the 2.0, I think. Yeah. Was. And I but... got it. Oh, I didn't get it for review. I think they just sent it to me because they complained to Johnny V about it. Like, they didn't send me fucking 2.0 bastards. So he, he <laughs> called someone and they sent me 3.0. <laughs> nice. But I think, I think that was it. I never got a PS4 game or even not. Yeah, not I, I mean, I think at, at like PS3, that's when they stopped with the, yeah. the physical. Um, I think like. I got Eternal Sonata physical and uh, a few other games, but that's when it was starting to wane down where they stopped giving the yeah. physical copies. Like I remember they, I think it was Infinite Warfare or uh, that they sent me a box of the G Fuel with inf- with a copy of Infinite Warfare. And I was like, what is this? But all right, whatever. I'll drink the Get the, get the whole gamer this. experience in a box. Yeah, I get, yeah, get the whole bro experience here. I just need to give you some Mountain Dew, and I'm full on that. This has Jeff um, Keeley. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, yes, 
what well, that that leads to my next question. Like, do you think we'll ever have consumer protection? No, uh, because the DMC no. is kind of against it. Like, unless a lot of people band together, or really, unless Steam goes like, "Hey, we're gonna do this and we're gonna mandate all the games." I mean, they've kind of already said this. Like, if Steam ever goes down somehow, like if Valve suddenly implodes, that they can press a button and all the crap that you have on Steam, you'll somehow be able to access forever. Uh, but they're kind of about it. Maybe good old games does that too, but I don't see Epic doing that. And yeah, I definitely I, don't see any of the console makers doing. Yeah, that obviously either. not yeah. Sony or Microsoft will do that. I mean, games are getting. I mean, look at like Xbox 360. Their storefront is basically a disaster at this point. Or they're like, yeah, I mean, if bit, you can even run the 360 storefront because it's so fucking slow. <laughs> so, well, it's funny now that they're trying to like, uh repair 360 games like call of duty and titanfall 2 yeah and it's like all right that's yeah cool. that's hilarious like, so like now people are playing it because it works yeah right like, well i think it's, it's, this, it's nostalgia like especially like the gears of uh, gears of war call of duty stuff but it's also like maybe people aren't happy with the current ones that should tell you something you know well yeah i mean it's also because right they're gonna eventually make them available on game pass so they want this stuff to work and makes sense yeah. if nobody works now uh, I think we will eventually. I think we will get people. I mean, because of it, look, let's be honest. The people that are the 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 lawmakers and Congress right now, other than like AOC and a few people, which AOC is no longer no longer a congressman. Uh, when we get to November, you know, she got she got beat out in her 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 for her spot. But yeah. like, you know, the we're eventually going to get younger people, people that understand games into those spots and maybe they will push for consumer protection. It might be after we're like, you know, uh, 60 or something when and maybe it doesn't matter whether or not uh, they're doing this, but for, you know, the, the generation that comes after us, regardless of whether, how much or little they care about games at that point or what games will be, I think we will see consumer protection come for games. Just like we have for digital movie purchases or digital other thing purchases. But uh, like even that stuff, you know, you, you don't. It's not like oh, I bought, I bought this, you know, I bought this thing on Amazon Prime. It's it's in my account forever. Like that Infinity Train Cartoon Network show that got yanked from people's libraries, and it's like, well, you bought no, it. No, but did they buy it or did they just have it on Amazon Prime? That's oh, they bought it. People were buying it and it was in their like library, and it, they wow. Cartoon Network or WB like yanked it. So yeah, see that like that shouldn't. That's yeah. that's why, like to me, like you can laugh about physical physical shit, but that's why it'll always be important to me. Or uh, the French Connection, they it's like an old I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's in, like an old seventies cop movie, right? Yes, it's I've like seen it. okay, yeah. There's like a racist line in the movie. Well, racist now, let's say, and it's on Disney Plus, and they edited the line out, and it's like maybe don't do that because. It's dumb. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. You got kids that possibly could. Well, I think it was on Disney Plus. I think it was on like I think when they just well, I mean at that point, like why why have any anything mature rated on Disney Plus? Like why have Deadpool or you know if it, if they just want it to be like Disney Plus is the the place for Ducktales? I guess I'm all for that, but you can't have it. I have ways. a feeling. I have a feeling that they're eventually going to. Uh, there's talk. There, there's talk of Bob Iger wants to sell the the Disney streaming stuff because it's losing so much money for them. 
Yeah. Uh, I would not yeah. be surprised if they merge Hulu and Disney Plus or something like that, and just uh, there's just one. Let me ask you, uh, since I know you watch Disney Plus crap, are you watching or do you care at all about Secret Invasion? I am. I have tried to watch the first episode. I don't know how many times, and every time I get distracted watching something else, I've heard from people that are watching it that it's fine. Like, but you, that it, it no, it's not. Nobody's talking about it. Like, it's yeah, not lighting a, the world on fire. Like, it's not. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Is like the only people I know talking about it is like the two or three people, media critics I follow on Twitter talking about it. But like, that's about it. Like, when when new releases come out or new episodes, it doesn't start trending. People aren't going like, oh, Nick Fury did this, or this is so great. It's like, no. I think people are getting to that point where I think actually, honestly, movies are starting to come back. I think movies are starting to become the media thing that you talk about. It used to be that it was TV shows. I mean, you're, and, I think you're yeah. only saying that because of like Barbie and Oppenheimer. no, no, it wasn't just Barbie. Like, but well. But like, look, look what just happened to Mission Impossible Seven. Like that kind of. That, wow. Well, that's because it came out the week before Barbie. Like that's that's yeah. Tom Cruise's fault. Like he should have bargained to. You know, he was bargaining all the damn theaters for all this crap. Like, you know, let, let's bargain to push some of the the shit back because Mario was the luckiest move, luckiest movie in the world. It had for like three weeks. It had no competition at all. Then it still beat out Guardians when it came out. Like, um, and Barbie has a chance to to do to do those numbers if it if it can keep it up. I don't know. Um, but no, I I think people are going to the movies a bit more now when there's an actual big movie that's coming out. And even then, I think we're still seeing them going. Was that Sound of Freedom? Freaking yeah. did well for some stupid reason. So like morons. <laughs> I I think, and also it doesn't help at all that you have the writers strike, and yeah. now the actors strike and stuff now. So I think TV shows, and then also TV shows are they go away in the summer. So um, I think outside of like House of Dragon and Last of Us, I don't, I didn't really hear people like talking about like a ton of TV shows. Are like, oh man, we got to watch. But also, there's just so much content. It's just. Netflix comes out with something constantly, uh, you know, like yeah, but these so uh, these other networks come out with stuff all the time. Peacock comes out with shit all the time, and I'm just like, this is new, okay. It's, the, the, you know, the problem with yeah. like the Netflix system, I guess, is like they only got one popular show nowadays. It's Stranger Things, and yeah, like, that, that's like of, their big event show, right? And then yeah, yeah. and like most of the other shows people might care about will get canceled within one to three seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's no true. reason for people to get invested in in the first place. Yeah. Look at, like, look at the Witcher. You forced, well, he thought he let, he was going because he thought it was going to be Superman. Again. Yeah. And then, you know, that tanked that show because people know he's not coming back. So, and there's a lot, of, maybe people don't want to see how the Liam, uh, Hemsworth one is going to turn out or not, you know, even though right. it seems like he's, He's dedicated, just like uh, Cavill was, and all that stuff. But it's two different actors, two different sets of fans. You know, one's more well known than the other one. You know, so um, well, one has fans and one does not. <laughs> yeah, but I, hopefully they'll still give it a chance if you're a fan of the series. I just I stopped caring after season one, so um, I also don't play the game, so I don't really. Don't know worry, it. man. 
Yeah. That one piece live action adaptation is going to be Acer. That actually looks decent, okay? I hate you. I'm going to be honest with you. That actually <laughs> no. looks that looks more decent than some of the other terribly it, shitty It ones. looks worse than it looks worse than Cowboy Bebop. And it's like it's wow. just that's really hard to do live action. Like I'm really surprised they greenlit that thing all the way through because like Dude, there, there's just some of that shit that there's like no way that they can make that look good at all. Um, but I'm gonna watch it just being a One Piece fan and whatever. It's just I don't know how many you'll of watch, those like One Piece fans watch the, are gonna the first episode and then go like, what the hell is this? And then not watch it anymore. So it'll get canceled in eight episodes, like just like Cowboy Bebop. I, I don't know. Um, I feel like this has a lot more behind it than the Cowboy Bebop, like just because. This is actually sanctioned by Oda himself. This is not like just Netflix got the license and ran with it. This is actually something that's being supported by the creator. So I don't know if it means it'll have legs or not. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like it has a little bit more care from the Netflix people than, say, some of the other stuff that they just made live action and put on there. Um but I feel like they're getting smarter about what they put on there also because sure remember like during the pandemic, Netflix would just make anything onto that thing and it's crazy. And it'll be something once if Netflix ever gets to the point where they start taking stuff off. Because they're the only one right now that hasn't taken off anything. Like Disney's taking off stuff. You know, Max has taken off stuff. No, Netflix uh, definitely has. You just don't, you're just not aware of it. Like, not their own stuff, but like licensed stuff. Oh, well, licensed stuff, yes. But I'm I'm talking about their own stuff, right? Because that's what WB's doing. They're taking off their own stuff. Disney's taking off stuff that they own. So yeah. uh, I don't know if Peacock has done it or not yet. But like, that's that's another thing about this fallacy of the streaming service. This, the, the streaming services could technically go away completely. Yeah. Uh, if, if not for like sports, the ones that have sports, those might stay on like ESPN. ESPN is going to make its own ESPN one that has the channel and everything because they can't get enough people to keep buying cable. Right. So like, and that thing's probably going to be like 20 bucks by itself. We'll see how that goes. I don't know how that's going to work. I would love to have it, but. Not if it's going to be $20 by itself. Um, I mean, maybe if you're going to tell me, oh, the channel costs 5 and ESPN uh, Plus by itself, and it's like 15 for all of it, okay, maybe. But, yeah, it's just, this stuff's getting ridiculous. Like, even YouTube TV is, like, at $75 a month. Like, that's insane, yeah. man. It, it's getting so expensive to, to watch anything um nowadays i mean like that's why all these uh get your fire stick and and find a cheap ass one that just does streaming uh the the channels is is in vogue because yo this is getting to the point where like you can't save anything um so moving on to the last um thing because it kind of correlates to you know that we had the microsoft activision stuff and they had a little bit more of that this week but uh tencent has continued to do their thing and kind of under the radar buy companies or increase their stake in companies. And they have increased their stake in Techland to 100%. Uh, so now technically they own ste- they own uh, Techland, but Techland will keep their IP rights and creative control, supposedly. 
and uh, Powell, I don't know how to say his name, March Marchaweka, uh, continues to be the CEO as well. Uh, he put out a statement saying that we want Dying Light to be the ultimate zombie game. Uh, the only way we can really do that is um, with what happened here. This allows them to kind of keep going and then also continue the vision that they have for their other games that they're making as well. So how do you feel about like what, you know, we've seen Tencent do that. We do, we've seen the uh, Saudi estate do this with Nintendo. Like, is this any better or worse than, you know, just outright buying, doing acquisitions here? I mean, from the, from the, from the uh, surface, it seems better. But and Tencent seems like a better temp or better group than like the Saudis, uh, on the whole. But it's not like Tencent. Like Tencent is all driven about like, you know, gotcha games and crap like that. So there's always the fear they're just gonna keep turning that like, you know, make Techland turn out like Dead Island three, but have it just be some free to play garbage. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Techland or uh, Tencent seems better about this stuff than like i said the saudis or even um uh, embracer uh but yeah embracer just absolutely crushed itself with that two billion dollar thing that didn't go through yeah the deal it's like yeah yeah well so like they they own the sumo group which you know they're the folks that make the little big planet yeah uh no. Total rock oh which um you know the other ones that made evolve and the uh, uh what's it called back for blood yeah um i mean they own uh, uh oh what is it the borderlands people yeah and it's kind of like um, their only saving grace at this point no i thought that was embracer oh sorry i meant embracer yeah they have a big ownership in from software yeah and that's like it's less than sony but it's still kind of significant Right. Uh, they also have one in Ubisoft as well. Like I think it's like ten percent or whatever. Um, so, yeah, they they've been kind of slowly getting like one hundred percent ownership in some of these. Uh, some of them they have, you know, like the ten percent or fifteen percent, or it's kind of just a sneaky way of doing it. Like it's not, you know, the big bombastic Microsoft or Sony ones that oh man, look, we acquired this company and we're gonna go on a big old statement or whatever. We really don't see Tencent doing that well, that much. It's kind of yeah. a smarter way because it's like it gives them the option. Like, hey, if the company does well, you can buy more into it. Yeah. But if it fails or does something bad, like uh, the people that made that Gollum game, they can quickly right. get the hell get the hell out and say you're on your own. Yeah, or, that is that killed they Dalek doing wanting to do anything internal. They just yeah. killed their other own internal game and was like, okay, we're just gonna go back to being a publisher now. Right. It's like, yeah, that's probably a better choice. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I to be honest, I think this is just kind of the way of the world right now. Um, you know, I think uh Eve, you know, Eve Guimon talked about like, oh well, you know, this bodes well for us because it shows that you know big IP can do well and all that stuff. And it's like, y'all need to shut up. <laughs> y'all. Y'all are putting everything in one basket right now, and if that basket doesn't keep selling, I don't know what y'all are gonna do. Yeah, you know, I, at some point we're gonna get into Assassin's Creed fatigue again, and they better have something cooked up by then. 
Oh, that Star um, Wars Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> yeah, that uh, the Star Wars game. That's gonna help them. The Outlaws. That looks awesome, though. I, I'm gonna say I, I'm very excited uh, for that game. But yeah, I think uh, look, M and A is here to stay with gaming. It's the one industry where it hasn't uh, completely taken it over uh, yet, and it's gonna be the next industry that gets taken over by it. Unfortunately, I hope it's not as uh, deep as what we've seen in the movie and tv industry where now like i said disney's trying to sell off shit warner brothers is trying to sell off shit again like and then they're gonna get to the point where like nobody wants it because they're gonna be like well why are we gonna buy something that you can't get to sell so uh you know they're gonna just be stuck with it so we'll see how it works out for gaming i'm sure there will be more acquisitions whenever this thing with activision blizzard finally goes through which uh, that's one of our quick hits, actually, is that uh, they've extended the the deal, so Microsoft doesn't have to pay the three billion lead yeah. clause or whatever that so October eighteenth, and now the FTC is even thinking about just dropping the whole freaking trial, which right. would probably behoove them at this point. Um, after after Congress like lambasted Lena Khan, I think uh, she kind of realized that this is sort of a losing battle. And they're not, nobody's happy about it, honestly, (laughs) Um, other than Sony. So I think it might be at this point just to like kind of let it go and fight the next one or whatever. I mean, the one with Amazon seems to be a bit more up there, like makes more sense uh, than than this one, at least. Uh, Yeah, we'll see how long it takes for that to finally exactly close. They still have to deal with stuff with the CMA which is mostly the reason why they had to renew that because the stuff with the CMA, they couldn't just avoid. Uh, they yeah. kind of wanted that to be amicable and yeah, it makes more sense that way. Uh, the Mortal Kombat one DLC pack all there. What do you think about the characters that are, I mean, it's in- what, what the kind of leaked. Uh, I guess my question, I, they confirmed JK Simmons is going to voice uh, Omni man. What about John Cena and other dude from the Homelander what, dude? Yeah, I forget the guy's name. Anthony Starr. That's it. I mean, they, I don't see why not with John Cena. He'll do stuff like that. Yeah, and I, yeah. I imagine the guy will voice voice him as well. But who knows? Yeah. But it's very. I'm kind of surprised in a way because it's very male focused. <laughs> yeah, like, I do agree with that. Uh, why not have like? And also, he gives a shit about Quan Chi Takeda, really. Like, <laughs> why not have, like, Stargirl, or the chick from Star... I don't think her name is Stargirl. Starlight from The Boy. Starlight. I thought she's... Uh, they showed her, I thought. No, uh, is she, like, that... a, a... Just, like, a side character or something? Or... Maybe. Oh, I think, can you be thinking of the Call of Duty one? Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's about... The... Yeah, which yeah. looks terrible. Uh, so... Looks okay. I, I don't know. I'm I'm weirdly I like Mortal Kombat, but I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I just want them to like make Shaolin Monks HD or just we put that out for the love of oh, God. Man, they really should. Yeah. Love that game. They, they, they should say like, hey, if you buy the season pass or the you know digital version, you'll get Shaolin Monks for free. Or you know, something like that. Yeah, uh, come on, bring it back. Bring it back. Right. This game is you know, cool. They can put out Clash of Heroes for the third time. They can put out Shaolin Monk for the second time. Right. And in this uh, world where we're trying to like push multiplayer, that's a great multiplayer. Yeah, and actually finish the uh 
like Sub Zero in Scorpion mode. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> I mean, Rose, I was waiting for that for a long time, and they were kind of like, "Oh, it's not going to get finished." Yeah. Um, but, sure. Well, I, I don't think you weren't you weren't around when they did the like announcement. No. For this. I mean, like, what do you think about like what they're doing with the story and all that with this? Looks okay. I'm kind. Of, it's kind of funny that the John Claude Van Damme stuff kind of fizzled out, or he's just going to be like a. He's not going to be like the John. You know, he's not going to be voicing Johnny Cage for the story mode. Ah, uh, like, no, right? Like, it's like yeah, because you want him to be understandable. That's <laughs> so funny that they went on and and like made a big deal about it at the the Keeley thing that he's finally going to voice him, and then no, no, he's not. <laughs> Well, it's just like what they did with the last Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like they had Christopher Lambert do a Raiden voice skin, and uh, yeah. the guy who does who did, was Shang Tsung in the movie. He did like one as well. For, but he did it actually. He did it like for the game, which is kind of kind of better. Cause he was like the whole. I think it was just Shang Tsung in the game. Um, mm -hmm. But look, the story looks cool. Uh, but yeah, like I said, like the like even in the story mode. I mean, I guess there's a recent trailer. The I forget the name of the stupid group, but it's like the female theories of yes, the world. Okay. Uh, where they showed off like a lot more female characters. And I was like, that's good. Because until this until that trailer, it looked like there was only two. And that was Yeah, it's like Melina what Melina and, Katana. and Katana, yeah. Uh and I'm I, the the ones they showed off aren't particularly great. Like Kanye sucks and Lee May memorable, but it's I guess better than nothing. What do you think about the cameo character stuff? That looks cool. Uh, I guess it'll be interesting if it's like uh, it looks like it's just kind of straight ripped out of Marvel's Capcom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought when I saw it. But uh, which hey, why not? It'll be curious yeah. if you can like how you can select that the cameo if it's just like randomized or if you can say, oh, I always want to use Striker or I always want to use. Well, it know, seems like you can pick them at the beginning of the match, and then that's okay. that's who that's, your cameo character is. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Go get mocap back in there. Hmm. Everyone's favorite. Uh, but the cameo is a lot. Like, so I mean, they don't have to program like a whole, like a whole new character. They can just have literal cameo characters show. Yeah, up they said the that there's going to be some cameo characters that are going to be full characters, and then some that are not. So. Yeah, like, like Sub Zero. Like they have like old ass Sub Zero as a cameo, but then they have like current one. But right. it's like, yeah, you can have, yeah, you can have all the boys, all all of. You know, uh, invincible or whatever, whoever has a cameo. Yeah, they only got to do three or four moves, so why not? Do you like the uh, what is it? Uh, that they're the change with the story where they're like having all the characters kind of do different things. Well, it's just like another reboot because they had to do it after yeah. Mortal Kombat, the last Mortal Kombat where like Liu Kang became the fire god or whatever. So, right, I think it's funny that like Raiden is now like just kind of a, a stupid human. <laughs> <laughs> right yes <laughs> uh, like, okay and i do kind of like that like sub-zero and scorpion are like now buddies <laughs> that's kind of funny to me. yes they're brothers now like it's like okay it's different yeah Didn't think i saw an interview happen. uh like i think it was like last week or that some, someone did a podcast interview with the miz and he talked about like not doing johnny cage oh, or you, yeah he wanted to be role. johnny cage yeah yeah and it's funny because when when that was when that was going on, I mean, this was like a month or two ago. Like, I was talking to Yens about it because I was like, I don't know about Carl Urban as Johnny Cage. Like, he's a good actor, but like, I was like, the Miz should be him. And he was like, who's that? Like, he doesn't know wrestling at all. Uh -huh. So I sent 
I sent him like a video of like of the Miz doing a promo. He's like, "Wow, this guy's perfect." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he definitely is. Credit credit to the Miz because on that interview, you know, that's not like him in real life, obviously. Like his character, or, you know, his wrestling character. Like he came across like a very nice and sincere guy. Like he wished Carl Urban like the best of luck, and he's like, hey, "I'll watch it." Oh yeah, like, that's the thing. He is like he's a really nice. Yeah, guys, is you know, so well, I mean, and he got the freaking one of the hottest chicks in all of wrestling as well. So, you know, credit to him. Uh, they young, but yeah, no, no, uh, Maurice, uh, um, you what, or whatever her stupid French name is, yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the game looks good. Uh, it looks, I to me, it looks more interesting than Street Fighter 6 does or did, even with that, like the Street Fighter 6 has that cool story mode. That I do want really want to like play, but like the fighting in Street Fighter Six just looked the same to me. So yes, people that like that a lot, I do feel like it's uh, because of the story mode ish. Um, yeah, but, but at least more, I, I appreciate Mortal Kombat because most of their games they try something new. Whether mm -hmm. or not it always works is up, you know, that, yeah, that's true. question, yeah. but. <laughs> They at least try to keep it fresh. And I was like, well, good on you. That's important, bro. You tried. Now I just got to bring back motor combat. And we were all set. <laughs> uh -huh. And also, like, they, got, they really got to get rid of that crypt shit. That stuff was terrible. Were they still talking about it? I feel like they didn't talk They'll about it. They'll always have it. I mean, they always okay. want to go like, oh, here's our promo art or whatever. It's like, just release it. You know, I don't, I don't <laughs> need to earn this fake currency where I don't give a shit. No. They want you to buy it. They want you to spend money. That's what they want you to do. Well, my everybody my wants you to do that. It, at least for like the first like Mortal Kombat nine and ten was like to play it on PC and then hack it. So I just had like infinite money. Yeah, and that worked out pretty well. Um, just a couple of things here. Resident Evil Four Remake has finally sold five million copies, and it did it in four months, which is less, two less than Resident Evil Village. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, still not as fast as Resident Evil 5, which again leads to that conversation about that's probably the game they're going to remake next, which still upsets me, but whatever. Um, and then, <laughs> so we're yeah. we are in agreement. <laughs> uh, still cool that they it sold that much, and it's a great game. It'll be probably in our high in our game of the year list, as it will for a lot of people. Um, yeah. I'll be very interested to see if it makes the game. I feel like this year they've got to update that list to like 10 games, or whatever. There's just too many damn great games. This year. Like, you think Keeley's going to do that? You think he's going to make more games in there? Or No, but like, man, that, that's going to be five, tough for no, those guys. Because, I mean, I hate to say it, even if Baldur's Gate 3 is like great, it won't be in like that list because that list is like too focused on console shit. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, so, like, if Starfield is great, it's going to be on there uh, because they're going to want to put the one big Xbox game or whatever. I would um, say Starfield, Zelda. Yeah, uh, Zelda. I think Resident Evil 4 has a shot. Yeah, that's that. a remake. Um, uh, I hate to say it, and you won't like this, I really doubt Final Fantasy sixteen. I, I think Final Fantasy sixteen will be on the bubble. I, uh, I think yeah. that, I mean, I haven't played it, so I can't judge if it should or not, but like traditionally, RPGs don't make that type of list. Well, I mean, Starfield especially is an RPG. G well, especially well, well, 
J. I mean, it's not a JRPG, but I just mean like there's a certain right. So I mean, it look most people really liked it, but the thing is, like by the time that comes out, like well, J- I I think Jedi Survivor has a chance of not being on there either if they keep it to six. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of buzz going around for Dave the Diver. That might be the indie darling that gets put on there. Uh, I, I kind of want to play it just because everybody keeps talking about it, uh, just to see if it's actually good or not. I feel like everybody that I know that I listened to was not playing it last week, and then all of a sudden I turned to the podcast this week and now they're so. The only other game uh, that'll probably make that list, and it's not out yet, obviously, is Spider Man 2. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 Hi-Fi Rush also has a shot. Also, the fact that it came out in January may hurt it, but um, that was a game that was really well beloved. Um, yeah. And Dead sadly, Space, but... Octopath Traveler 2 probably won't. No, that's the same. That falls yeah. in the same camp as like Final Fantasy 16 to me. Like, yeah. Could be great. No, I think if there's going to be a remake, it will not be Dead Space. It'll be Resident Yeah. Um, I think after Resident Evil 4 just did so well, I think a lot of people just kind of, okay, Dead Space was great, but it came out earlier in the year, and this is better, and, you know, all that stuff that usually happens with that kind of thing. Can't forget Exo Primal. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. uh, Nobody's ever... I think everyone forgot Exo Primal already, so... (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that thing's on Game Pass. I don't know if we're going to play that or not. Um... Yeah, so and then uh, EA Sports renewed the license with the Premier League for six more years. So, if anything, you want to play as Manchester United or Manchester City or whatever, you're going to have to keep coming to play the EA Sports game. Whatever FIFA does, it will not be in that game. So, there's that. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for the game, uh, the, the stuff this week, unless you had anything else you really wanted to talk about. Not really. I didn't um, see that. I did see the Flash movie. Uh, what you? Th- uh, I didn't really hear anybody tell me it was a good movie. It's quietly hysterical. Oh, okay. Uh, it has some of the worst CGI in it of like a mainstream movie, like theatrical theatrical movie. Like there are episodes of Doctor Who from like twelve years ago that have better CGI. Wow. And it's like that's not great. Uh, that, and I'll, I'll that t- says a lot. I mean. Are you gonna ever watch it, or I want to spoil it for you? Because oh, no, no, I'm not. I, no, okay. I might watch it on Max, but I don't care. Like, so the funniest point of the the funniest point of the movie, and this is the, what I was cracking up about, was Barry Barry Allen goes back in time, you know, saves his mom and creates like an alternate timeline where there's like a, now a new Barry Allen, but he's younger and doesn't have flash powers. He gets okay. him, and they go rescue, go try to go rescue Superman, but it's not Supergirl, and. <laughs> Now they're trying to stop General Zod from destroying the Earth again. And the funniest part of the movie, to me, was Supergirl and Zod fight. Zod kills her. So the, the Barry Allens keep going back in time to save her and, like, fucking up the timeline more and more. And this happens, like, dozens... This happens, like, hundreds of times where she gets killed. And my thought was, so wait a minute. Superman is able to take him out, no problem. Yet Supergirl can't take him out, even with two like two flashes helping her, along with Batman. What kind of message is this? Yeah, really. And no, no one, no one has mentioned that at all, except for me. But it's like, 
Is this I think people just movie? didn't care enough about the movie to mention it. Yeah, but I, I, I watched it like once. Or, I actually watched it twice, and I'm like, is this secretly like the most misogynistic movie ever made? Or like, oh, the the girl can't, you know, save everyone. Or, you know, she just keeps getting killed. So that's why Barry, you know, is like wanting to protect her. But it's like, what kind of horseshit is this? Yeah. But yeah, some of the worst CGI. It's like, holy hell. The only cameo that works is Nicolas Cage. And that's because they presumably got Nicolas Cage, or at least they got like a good facial scan of him. But none of the other ones do. And like the the Christopher Reeves one is so fake looking. It's like, holy hell. Oh, yeah. The Christopher, I heard about Christopher Reeves being in there. And I was like, why do they do this deep fake BS? Like, yeah. Uh, and the, like, the, they also do like George Reeves, like the first Superman, like the black and white one. And they do one for like a, a black and white The Flash, but I think it's supposed to be Teddy Sears, like the actor who was in the, the TV show. And he was like, they didn't ask me. <laughs> it's just like pretty funny. Like when you think wow. about it. Wow. I'm surprised the they didn't right do that now. for Christian Bale, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then George oh, he would have made a big. De- oh, yeah. God. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. And the way that. The way they introduce Michael Keaton's Batman, it's just like embarrassing. He's like oh, this sucks. old, old hippie, like one sandal wearing fucking hippie, and it's like, God, get me out of here now. But wow, yeah, enough, enough, enough of the bad news. Let's go down the games that are coming out. <laughs> well, uh, yes, get, let's get. You gonna get? Let's pick, go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say you're gonna get Pikmin or. Well, Pikmin you know. was last week. I, I don't oh, yeah, know. I know that. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I've played like the demo of Pikmin 3 is fine. Uh, I like Tiny Kid a lot. I don't know if I'm gonna wanna play that. Like it's I have a lot of other games that I need to play. Um yeah. maybe think about it. Um so uh the uh Mr. Run and Jump, the I don't know if that's a new game based on the old series or whatever, is coming to everything, including the Atari VCS. So if you have one of those for some reason. Uh, you can go buy that on there. Um, the This Way Madness Lies that we talked about last week comes to the Switch. Uh, basically, right now, today, as you're listening or watching this, uh, it's 10 bucks. So if you like RPGs, and this one has like Magical Girls in it, I'm gonna probably going to buy it to support the developer because uh, I, I like him a lot. I like uh, Cosmic Star Heroin. So I'm going to do it. Just, uh, I thought about getting a code, and then I was like, you know what? It's 10 bucks. I'm not going to yeah. do that. Yeah, and then... Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is also coming to Switch. I would say probably don't, unless you just only have a Switch. Yeah, I don't think it's only option, but uh, Remnant 2, the game that Mark cannot play, uh, right now that I'm sure he wishes he could. And Keith said he he loved it, so yeah, I've heard it. it's gotten positive reviews, like not game of the year or anything, but some seven, uh, some eight, some yeah. Nine. I've heard like people that really love the first one continue to love this one as well, so yeah, um. And it like improves on the first one, so that's that's always good. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart comes to PC, so if you haven't played it, it's actually on PS Plus right now, also. So, yeah, if you haven't played it and you only have a PC, I guess go play that. Apparently, you can also they can technically make it work for PS4 now, they just have to take out the they have to lower the graphical fidelity down to like 720p or something. There was an uh, old so video, they, uh, sorry, where a guy was talking about Ratchet and Clank, and he said he could actually work in the PS3. <laughs> but, like, all that, like, all that streaming shit that they were talking about, like, oh, you need the SSD, you know, and you're streaming the game and all that other stupid crap. It's like, he was like, no, that's all lies. Or it's all, like, 
it's basically like a big FMV sequence. You have like limited control in, but that's it. Like it's not. Well, I mean, he wasn't wrong. If for it to run at 4K, you need the SSD. But if for it to run at like, they they just talked about it. I think like they could literally put it down to 720, so it yeah. can run on HDDs for the PC version. Right. So yeah, because we are starting to get to like I think Starfield and I think Baldur's Gate three also. You have to have an SSD. So yeah. we are starting to get to the point where if you don't have an SSD, you're not going to run Jack. Yeah. Uh, anything that comes out new anyway. Uh, the Double Dragon Gaiden Rise of the Dragon, uh, which is like a roguelike, roguelite, sorry, version of Double Dragon. So if you love Double Dragon, but you want to play in a different way, here's your <laughs> shot. This comes out to everything. Um, I love Double Dragon. I don't know if I'm going to go for this or not yet, but. I, I don't know. Rogue, rogue lights are like kind of weird with me. Sometimes I like them, and then sometimes it just doesn't it, work. It's not coming to console, but they're making a. Uh, I saw the trailer for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rogue light. That's like Hades. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Is that, that one really like weird. based off the movie or something? No, it's just you know based off turtles, but it's only on oh, okay. Apple Arcade. Oh, like, that one. Okay, yes. Okay. I yeah, we're yeah. kind of like rescue Splinter, and all the turtles have like different powers and shit. Yes, that. Okay. I, like, I would actually play that if it was on a console. You know. Right. Yeah. Agreed. I don't want to get Apple Arcade. I'm still like wishing and hoping in my life that Fantasia would come to Switch or something. Sakaguchi says he's thought about it. Yeah. That's better than not. Uh, Pixel Junk Scrappers Deluxe is finally coming to console. Uh, if you've been missing the Pixel Junk games there's one for you to go get i, I don't think i've played any of them <laughs> i like the first pixel junk uh it's those are fun games um i have to check out how this one is the expanse telltale game also comes out on the 27th uh any uh any interest i watched in this? some of the show yeah it was okay but then i kind of lost interest after a certain point i don't think it's tied to the show directly uh but, yeah, I think it's its own story to the show or something. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if it's cool, why not? The one that kind of interested me, though, it's not on Steam, and I may, I'll probably have to buy it at some point, is that Star Trek one, Resurgence. It came out like a yeah. month ago or a month and a half. Like, it's a shame I, I couldn't review that. that. Yeah. Uh, the Disney Illusion Island, which is like the Metroidvania platform with the cool art style, is coming to Switch also on the 28th. Uh, speaking of Apple, you can get the Hello Kitty Island Finally. Adventure game. Uh, so uh, I need to not tell my daughter that that exists. She would come in here and tell me that I need to go buy it for the Apple phone or whatever that she has. <laughs> um, she is obsessed with Hello Kitty. If you can't tell behind me, there's Hello Kitty stuff everywhere. I think what you guys can see is the Stranger Things poster. Um, but like her whole bed is Hello Kitty. Uh, yeah. that's like sitting next to me here. <laughs> uh, so. Um, the a game that I've really been looking forward to comes at the end of the month, comes out on Game Pass as well. This was a surprise. It wasn't originally going to come out on Game Pass. And then they kind of introduced it as part of the, when they did the stream for the that uh, Xbox, not Live Arcade, the Xbox ID at Xbox thing. Uh, yeah. Venba is coming on the 31st. That is going to be a fun game that I really hope is uh, going to get some people playing it. Um, it's about cooking and uh, Indian families and stuff, and it looks cool. Oh, yeah, I saw so, the trailer for that. Um, hopefully more people will be playing it. And, yeah, the F1 
manager 2023. So that Again, somehow gets me. people to. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, there's people that like you know they love those F1 games, and then I, it's just like the soccer one. I, I can I can micromanage them. Max for staffing, and he can win it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, it's that's the one guy that came out. Well, not one. There's been several, but he's one of the ones that came out and fought. Uh, I forgot who it was uh, saying the game pass actually does work for him because it's true. There's some people that would never play a football manager game, but it's on Xbox and also or it's on game pass and they'll play it. So um, that's that's quite a few games. As always, a lot of stuff gets stuck, shoved into the end of the month. Uh, hopefully there's something there should be something for somebody. Uh, to go pick up if you're looking for something kind of smaller or you haven't played Ratchet and Clank, which I haven't. I need to, I don't know when I will ever play that, but um, it's there, I guess. Um, and if you like honestly, shooting Dark Souls, play Remnant 2. Honestly, I would say if you had like the option, I'd play the like the last Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, right. You, you weren't a big fan of that. Yeah. that uh, it, it was that still a good game, but the story was just terrible. And yeah, the way they introduced the. Uh, like it's the same way that were you disappointed with uh dr strange and multiverse of madness i actually like that movie i think it's a good movie i yeah. think my problem with it is they go to like one alternate universe and that's where they stay you know yeah and yeah i thought they would go to different ones I agree there. yeah like they have like yeah. that one sequence where they traveled like four like 12 or 13 of them and like that one falling sequence or whatever but it's not like everything everywhere all at once where you know right they're yeah. constantly traveling you know so that was my problem with that ratchet and clank game it's like oh we're ripped apart you're gonna go to alternate universes it's like well you go to one and you have these some sequences where you like you know oh you're on a pirate ship for like a minute or you're on flying cars for 30 seconds that's about it you know? yeah i uh, know that's I, my that's my two cents i I, was, I just think that other ratchet and clank games is built better it, there's you're not Totally alone in that. I think yeah. that if we wouldn't have had the hype about Ratchet and Clank being like the first PS5 game, I think maybe there would have been right. more to that. Um, and then I don't remember what came out that year that Ratchet and Clank didn't even really win that many awards or whatever at the end of the day. Um, so was it Returnal that also came out that year? I can't remember now. But um, yeah, so that's it for this week. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, whether you watched... It, it was Resident uh, Evil ahead. Village. That's what came out that year. <laughs> well, yeah, Resident Evil Village also. Um, yeah, if, if you watched on YouTube or uh, later, you listened or watched on demand, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, go, hit a, go hit us up on whatever podcatcher you use and go write a review. That would help us out, out a lot. Five stars, if that's what you feel uh, we deserve, or even less, whatever. I uh, just would like to hear uh, what you guys think. Um, and then, like I said, on Sunday, we'll have the spoiler cast for Final Fantasy 16. And then we'll have another show probably on Monday. Um, I'm going to see if I can get a guest that trying to get like a three or four weeks ago when we, his internet died. <coughs> so um, he couldn't be on. But um, we'll see how that goes. Until next week, everyone. See you later. Later.